Welcome to the newest episode of the Brohams podcast. It's Marcel. It is the founder and president of SES, Rika Gilmore. And it is the former stay at home dad of the Brohams podcast and turned out Tennessee resident person. And, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> That's an intro. Uh, oh, okay, before we get into the show, since, um, you know, uh, Elimination Chamber was this past week. Let's yeah. see. Just as a side, so 2K23 has started releasing the ratings for the wrestlers in the game. And here's some updated ones. Let's see. We got Rey Mysterio is at 82. Our truth is 72. Damn. AJ Styles, 89. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn, 84. The disrespect. Let's see, here we have Gunter at 89 plus one. I don't know what that means. What the plus one is supposed to mean, but. Uh, Cody Rhodes, 91. Becky Lynch is at 96. Apparently, she's the highest rated female superstar in 2K23. Uh, in Austin Theory, the current United States champion is 82. 82? Is, yep, and that is the current rankings now for some of the roster, not the whole roster, but let's see. <laughs> okay, well... um. A minor AEW update. They're apparently having a fit of four-way for the world tag titles. A revolution. Uh, the the Ass Boys, aka the the Gun Brothers, versus the Acclaimed versus the winners of the Casino Battle Royale next week versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Oh, uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal <laughs> running. It. They run in it, boy. Apparently, I guess they beat best friends or something. I don't know. I don't watch the show. But, like, <laughs> some people on Twitter are like, really? They're like, the fuck happened the tag division? Tony was not cooking with this. Team TNA, let's go. Aussie <laughs> uh, Open was right there of all the teams. Um, Yeah, it's, 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 it's just funny. <laughs> Got Jeff... Hey, look, that man Jeff Jarrett in there cooking. He said, "I'm gonna chase the bag all the way to a tag title." He said, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm a book myself into a tag title run, boy. Never say never." I was hoping TK would announce he is Cocaine Bear, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can't believe that man said that. What uh, AW All Access or the shit to Area Hawani? This shit area. Well, I mean, both. Like what he said. <laughs> oh, he said okay, we'll start with that. I was like, Damn, he called him yeah. Gucci. Like he I called him like Jeezy. Like what is he trying to say? Like he called him cold. Like and then I was like, Damn, he's saying he he bugging. Like, oh, let me. Call is that what the announcement was? Yeah, AEW All Access. It's a reality show, I guess. Oh, who wanted this? So like. <laughs> Everybody's like, man, he could have he saved that fucking announcement, or he could have done that at the start of the show. 
Someone said he could say that. Someone said he could did that as a press release. Like that's what I was just about to say. Like you could have just posted a fucking memo and have someone been like, "Yeah, this is." Posted a memo. Uh, he said, "Posted a memo." Mm. Yo, that's not putting asses in the seats, as they say. Like that ain't drawing me into like watching. What you mean? He heard what Nikki Bella said. He said, "I need a reality show too." Damn it. AW All Access pull up. We, we, we close to beating the Kardashians. We somewhere around their numbers, like maybe one sixteenth of their numbers. Um, I I did not know that was the. Yeah, apparently he just did it. <laughs> hey, like, hey, look, get in how you fit in. I'm like, man, I hate to be a fan of that shit. It's like that whole summer. Everybody was wondering who the hell this man's illegitimate son was. And then the shit turned out to be Hornswoggle. Like, think of what? Well, that's because Kennedy was deemed unsafe. (laughs) So they said, well, your push is dead. Um, I would just nix the whole storyline. I'm like, man, what? Got us waiting all week for this. I mean, I didn't give a shit about the storyline, but it took up so much time. I'm like, all right, get this shit over with. Yeah, let's talk about um, Ain't Ban the Snowman, Tony Can, and his Ariel. his feud yeah. slash non feud with Ariel Hawani. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. <laughs> They've been, I guess, beefing ever since Tony did that interview last year at post brawl out, and then he just wouldn't answer any of Ariel's questions. Yeah, I, I was just like, what was the point of even doing an interview? You knew he would ask you that. Like it just he was just like, no comment, no comment, no comment. Nigga. <laughs> like, why are you here? Right. Just giving that man the fucking the fucking Heisman, just like you know, jocking on him. I'm pretty sure Tony Khan watches WWE just as much as this man. Like it's, it's Yep, AEW sets unscripted series all access at TBS. This is gonna be awkward if some of the people that are featuring this end up leaving like in a year. Because <laughs> I guess that's what just what we needed. That's what they needed. Another weekly show in addition to Dynamite and Rampage. Um, making no sense. Uh. Well, according to Wade Keller, he was told flat out today that Vince McMahon is not back involved in WWE Creative. We need, like, daily updates of this, I feel. <laughs> a trustworthy source needs to just do a daily update around the same time every day. Vince is not involved in Creative. Just every day. Yeah, that darn gave me a pancake. work there. I just knew Vince was trending. I was like, why the fuck is he trending? Is, did, did he go? Someone said, you'll know when Vince is back on TV if you see 24-7 shenanigans, 24-7 tile shenanigans, fart jokes and toilet humor, stories being dropped, lack of direction. <laughs> you'll know. Oh, <laughs> Someone retweeted. Uh, that. Am I the only person that hated that elimination chamber that Shayna won? I don't remember. I, was like, I, I hated honest, that match, bro. <laughs> I did not watch it. You didn't watch that year that you won? Um, I can't remember. Like I hated that chamber because it was so like Shayna being dominant was fine, right? But it was so damn boring because she was tapping out everybody like really quick. So there's just a lot of dead air of her just standing around waiting for uh-huh. pots to open. And I'm like, 
who booked? You should just had Shayna come in last and just take people out. Wait, I'm I'm trying to think. What year was that when she won it? 2018? 2017? It, it had to be. It was one of the. I think it was 2018, actually. Actually, I want to say I did watch it. Now that I'm recalling, a little better. Yeah, it was. It was Elimination Chamber 2018. No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was uh, 19, right? No, it wasn't 19 either. When the f- Then it had to be 2020. Like, I'm trying to figure out where the fuck this chamber was. That was the last match before she Yeah, had it was 20. Yeah, it was 2020. Yep. And why is it that? That feels like so far away ago, and it was only three years. But look, since, I mean, we're going to turn into EC after this, uh, but just... Look at this card, right, from 2020. Uh, the Viking Raiders face Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder in a dark match. Well, on the pre-show. On the pre-show. They won in like four minutes. We had Dragon versus Gulak, with Dragon winning by technical submission. You remember when they were feuding? And then they were going to be a tag team? And on paper, that's a really good fucking tag team. The Vince just got tired of it, I guess. Jesus Christ. What? For whatever reason, he was just like, nah. <laughs> With Gulak and Brian, I'm like, bro. Come on. Never again. Andrade versus Umberto Carrillo for the U.S. title. Again? Holy shit. No, this was on 20. This was on Elimination Chamber 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh. There was the Elimination Chamber match for the SmackDown Tag Titles. Miz and Morrison beat New Day, The Usos, Heavy Machinery, Lucha House Party, and Dolph. The only thing I'm and Dolph and Robert Roode. The only thing I remember from this match was like Lince. Like what was it Lince who tried to who tried to dive off the top and it took forever? I wanna say that is that spot. That I'm thinking about way to top. Yeah. It looked like freaking homicide when he tried to drive when he tried to climb that big ass red cage TNA had years ago. Uh, uh, like uh, Alistair Black ago. versus Alistair Black versus AJ Styles in a no DQ match. Think of that twenty three minutes. That was probably lit. That was actually probably fucking lit. Uh, Street Profits beat Seth Rollins and Murphy to retain the Raw tag titles. Um, what the fuck? That stable had it. The Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro stable had a name. The Artist mm-hmm. Collective. I didn't know that had a name. But anyway, they beat Braun in a three-on-one handicap match. That was when Sami became the IC champion. I remember that. <laughs> and then, oh yeah, oh yeah, it, oh yeah, that chamber double sucked because it was the main event. Shayna beat Natty, Liv, Oscar, Ruby Riot, and Sarah Logan. I was just like, okay, I didn't yeah. mind Shayna. Yeah, I didn't mind Shayna winning that chamber. It's just to me that match was so fucking bad and boring. Like it was just like, ugh. Was Oscar last to to be eliminated? Yeah, Oscar was the last one to come out. Yeah, cause she was okay, the last yeah. one to come out. Oh, the I, watched, I watched it. Yeah, no, I watched it, and I was completely disappointed. Cause I was, yeah, yeah, because people were hyped. They were like, ooh, Shayna versus Asuka. Then they went in there like maybe two, three minutes, <laughs> rolled around, and then Shayna like, 
I don't think Asuka tapped. I just think she got put to sleep or something. I can't remember. Like, it was it was just bad. Mid-American Nazarene product, Shayna Baszler. I mean, she is, she is native, I believe. Huh. Oh, yeah. Also, didn't this lead to the feud where she bit Becky and made her bleed? That was weird. <laughs> like, that was weird. Uh, okay. So, 2022 Elimination Chamber is not what we're talking about. We're talking about 2023. Uh, let's see. It I was like this past this chamber. Say what? Yeah, I didn't like either of them chamber matches last I don't even. I don't even think I even watched that. That was like one of the. What the fuck? What are the chambers that year? Uh, the Raw Women's one. Becky. Oh yeah. Uh, to see who would challenge Becky. Bianca. It was Bianca Alexa Honeydew Drop when she was Honeydew Drop. Um, Liv, Nikki, A.S.H., ugh, and Rhea. And then the men's for the WWE title. Oh, yeah, that was when Brock won. <laughs> that was when he threw Theory off that damn pot. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, he totally did. Uh, him, Lashley, AJ Styles, Austin Theory, Matt Riddle, and Seth. Cool. Yeah, he came in. He came in early, just kicked himself out the damn pod, and just started <laughs> spamming niggas with the F five. He really did. Yeah, no, he went berserk. Oh, and he got so tired who, of series bitch ass running from him, so he just threw him off the top of the pod. I'm like, what? Ooh, that gives it that. It, <laughs> yeah, didn't he like? Not F5 him off the top. Yeah, he did just toss him. He didn't, like, F5 yeah. him off the top. I thought he... I'm like, if he F5'd him off the top, he would have killed him. But... Yeah, he just threw his ass off. <laughs> Man, I'm tired of your shit. Bro, Naomi and Ronda teamed up on that card. And they beat yeah, Charlotte was... and Sonya. The fuck? That was weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Ronda had to wrestle with one arm tied behind her back. Then, um... and Cat Moss had a false count anywhere match. Oh, that's when he almost killed himself. Uh, Moss you know or how, Drew? Uh, Moss, because uh, Drew was giving him that Alabama slam. And no, he was giving him a front Alabama slam, right? Oh, yeah, that, that reverse but, one that he does or did. Yes. So instead of like Madcap, you know, taking a flat bump. Oh, yeah. Didn't he like slide forward? Nah, he, he tucked his chin. And spiked himself basically. Oh yeah, I remember oh, that. I was oh. like, Ugh. I was like, oh my god, I hope that man not dead. <laughs> I remember that now. Oh, I'm mad you brought that up. <laughs> I mean, it makes my head like I'm, I imagine my head rattling, and I was just like, it gave me the shivers, and I was just, just like, oh god. Uh, oh, she, Becky and Lita did have a match at that show. Jesus Christ, I totally forgot that, about that. That was actually pretty good. If Yeah, if I remember right, now they're about to have a tag team title match against EO and Dakota next week, which is probably going to end in shenanigans so Trish can run in. But Because according to reports, Trish was supposed to be there Monday, but they changed the plan, so she just like went home. Also, they actually what? changed the plans, not Milter changed plans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the report from uh, from from Fightful. It was that Trish was supposed to be there for the segment, but I guess they just like changed the plan creatively, so she just like went home. So they sent her home or whatever. Which 
I guess, sure. Uh, they didn't just want to have all three of them because the rumor is that the match at Mania is going to be a six-woman tag. Becky, Trish, and Lita versus Damage Control. Like, I guess. Um, and hey, good for EO. Apparently, one of her dream matches is Lita. So, yeah, I was just kind of expecting, like, I guess I was looking forward to, like, women's one on one. I've done that at Mania. So, I, I don't know. But I guess. I was going to say, I don't, I don't, no, I don't think they have. Because when Vince was booking it, they were all for titles. Like, nobody could. Like, it's not like you wouldn't really get things like Becky and Bailey were like, bitch, you took my spot or whatever they're beefing about. And it's not even Seth. about a championship. No. <laughs> like, no, they're beefing about Seth. I don't know. <laughs> Becky, I mean, Bailey really said, yo, man, would still be in these streets if he didn't knock you off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bailey really just wants Seth back in the streets. Like that's like, that's what she wants. You know what? You got me thinking about it now. I mean, I'm sure you're right, but yeah. I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't count the Playboy pillow fight bullshit Vince used to book. What? I don't count that. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, WrestleMania one, Randy Richter versus Leilani Kai, women's title. WrestleMania two. Fabulous Moolah versus Velvet McIntyre, women's title. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. I'm not counting WrestleMania 6 because that was a tag match. Alundra Blaze versus Leilani Kai, WrestleMania X, women's title. <laughs> see? The next one was in the Attitude Era Sable versus Tori, WrestleMania 15, women's title. Well, WrestleMania 2000 had Terry Runnels versus the Cat in a cat fight. That don't count. What? It's a singles it, match or no it title. Doesn't, it doesn't count. <laughs> the cat, the cat couldn't work. You no, bugging? Like, that shit count. counts. That does not count. <laughs> uh, WrestleMania oh X7, China versus Ivory, women's title. Uh, WrestleMania 18, that was a triple threat. That doesn't count. Um, 19 had a triple threat. That does not count. 20 had the tag team evening gown match, doesn't count. And Victoria versus Molly Holly. Hair versus title. Women's <laughs> title. All right, 20. 21, Trish and Christy Hemi. Christy Hemi had a WrestleMania match? Yeah, against Trish Stratus because she had won that Diva search. And I oh, yeah. She oh, won shit. that. It gave her a title match. It was terrible. Oh, yeah, it was because Christy Hemi couldn't work. And to this day, she cannot work, even when she Not had the matches an impact. <laughs> Make sure Stratus in our prime. Uh, okay, so WrestleMania 22 had Tori and Candice. That don't Pillow count. fight. <laughs> that don't, you fucking. That don't and, count. <laughs> it was versus, it's just as much of a match as a pitch black match. It hey, was look, that had pitch black match had moves in it. Okay, Mickey versus Trish, women's title. Uh, 23, Melina versus Ashley, Lumberjill match. <laughs> women's title okay uh what the fuck snoop dog kiss Ma- maria at mania what the fuck oh, yeah. <laughs> what yeah. the hell i do not remember that yeah that jesus jesus christ all right maria she was I mean, doing you anything couldn't, you couldn't really see the match because the lights went off during it like the first two minutes in the lights went out. oh yeah that was beth and melina versus maria and ashley uh in a lumberjill match because you gotta put every woman on the card, Vince. 
Uh, 25, the 25 Ooh. Diva Battle Royal. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> uh, 26 had a, looks like a 10-woman tag. Yep. Bruh, Mickey, that... Eve, Beth, Kelly Kelly, and Gail versus Vicky, Alicia Fox, Layla Maurice, and Shama Cool. I mess yeah. verses for the other ones. And they got three minutes. <laughs> yeah. All the women just got missed. Vince was wild in that night. Uh, Vicky botched a toad splash and he like stood up and hit Kelly Kelly again. I'm like, man, just just I, I get I, it was a feel good moment, but I'm like, just just get this out of here so we can get the teaspoon. <laughs> get us the fuck out of here. Hey, look, Alex knows. Um, look, Kelly Kelly is Hazuki's dream match, which is crazy to me. <laughs> people on Twitter were like, hey, look, Kelly Kelly, they were tagging her and everything. They were like, hey, Kelly Kelly, go to Japan and have this one stardom match. I'm like, shit. Right. I'd watch it for the novelty. Get the smoke ran on you. <laughs> hey, look, Kelly Kelly doing Joshi moves and shit? Hell no, nah, work rate, Kelly Kelly, it's time. Uh, let's see. Um, WrestleMania 30 had the Divas Invitational. That was for the title. Okay, so this is old. All right, this this stops at WrestleMania 30. Um, I mean, yeah, okay, <laughs> pretty much everyone. <laughs> I have a closest bet to have a If you were a mm-hmm. woman, was if you showed them titties in Playboy. That was like the yeah. closest you come to having that. And people will say, "Rike, that's wrong." Nah, nigga, if you go back and look, it's a truth. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all the Playboy sponsored matches. According to, since we're getting more Mania stuff, according to Uncle Dave, Ronda and Shayna are going to challenge for the women's tag titles against whoever wins on Raw. Which, if that is the plan, then Damage Control is losing because otherwise it's just a heel versus heel tag match. Now, um, well, it doesn't really matter. Like, I'm trying to think which would be the better matchup. I like the other option you mentioned earlier. The, the six, six woman? woman tag. Yeah, I, that's, that's I don't more need, likely to be a good match. You said I don't need... Yeah, you're yeah, like, I don't, I don't need Ronda Mania. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I'd rather see fucking... If that's the case, I'd rather see... Shit. Damn, who do they have for tag teams on a women's roster? None. Just... You got, you got damage control? And that's it? <laughs> they are really the on the main roster. They're like the only women's tag team. Man, look if they take my idea and just unify the NXT women's titles with them, you'd have at least three teams because you'd have Katana and Caden and Kiana and uh, and Fallon. Yeah, so, like, so you'd have three teams at the very least. Like I'm thinking the oh, six women tag. And I guess Isla and I guess Isla and, and uh and Alba. If we're if we're trying to figure out what to do with these women, my my best options are what you mentioned, the six woman tag or the unification match, because those either of those two is a good match. I, I think I just I just don't see Ronda I, I got a kick out of SmackDown though. Every time she tagged in, it was booing the fuck out of her. But <laughs> Hey, she was working that night, though. <laughs> she she was yeah, actually she was. working that night. She sold the shit out of that apron DDT. Yeah, 
She told she was like, fuck it. She probably came out that spot herself. She's like, all right, Shotzi, we fucked this up a Survivor Series. Let's do it again. I'll actually sell this time. And then another thing, I know Becky doesn't want to work with Ronda, like, at all. And I don't blame her. Oh, yeah, they don't fuck with each other in real life. Like I don't I don't blame her unless you want to see her uh, too. That's, <laughs> Becky I, just bumping her ass off doing crazy that, shit. Man, look, hey, that's the only way that match will be entertaining. <laughs> I don't mean this. I don't mean to sound mean, but Becky like flopping all over the place will entertain the fuck out of me. <laughs> Ronda because, does like, one little punch. Becky flies out the ring. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I know I I know I take the piss a lot on this show, but man, that's what made Hogan and Michaels entertaining for me. If, if I'm feeling sad or some shit, I watch that match and it'll pick me up. I'm like, man, look at Sean. He took a boot, stood up, danced around a little bit, then on his back. Like the bump. I'm telling you, that's that's really the power. Bump. The power. The power. <laughs> fucking Hogan put his head in that fucking turnbuckle. He like did a whole. <laughs> he did a whole front flip. <laughs> stood up and fell out of the ring. Jesus Christ. Um, Shit, if if uh, Ronda put Becky in the armbar, she should just do what Sean did to Shamrock. Be tapping out with the lollipop in her mouth. It uh, it, it is interesting. Like, does Mania season feel different? It feels right exciting. It feels like it feels like it feels like they're trying to fight to get on the card. Actually, yeah, because that's how it was when. Well, basically, when we were growing up, before they decided to make it a five-hour marathon. Yeah, before Vince just said everybody needs to be on the card. I guess. Yeah, I I kind of, I think me and Robert were talking about that a couple years back. How like. The stuff's not really competitive anymore. Now you just you can really half-ass the entire year. You're gonna get on the WrestleMania card. Ooh, that, that reminds me. I've been listening to episodes of uh, Dax Harwood's podcast, and it's very interesting. Some of the episodes, like I listened to the one about how FTR first formed, and I was listening to part of the one with FTR KO. And then this one, I'm listening to the one about the Usos, and he was talking about how one, well, one thing, he hoped that the Usos would leave when they left. Um, <laughs> yeah, they weren't. He knew they weren't, but he hoped. Because <laughs> like, he was saying, he was like, he said, if you got FTR and the Usos and the Young Bucks in the same tag division, it's just like, I'm like, yeah, it's, it's, it's mostly over. <laughs> for any other place trying to do tag teams it's just like look whether you like the books or not I'm mostly neutral some days I really don't like them other days I'm like they're alright they are considered one of the best tag teams of the past like 20 years so you got them and then you got the Usos and then you got FTR and they're around just having matches with each other bumping and shit I'm like that that is a solid tag division to start with that's a solid ass base but anyway there was that one, but he was talking about how um, they would do, you know, live events when they were in WWE. And I, one of the older vets, I don't he didn't mention who it was by name, but they would go out there, you know, during live event circuits and just have baller ass matches with whoever they were wrestling. Mm -hmm. And he said one of the vets came up to him. And we're just like, hey, you got to be careful having those type of matches, you know, on, on the live events because, you know, the main event guys won't like that, blah, blah, blah. 
because they got to work harder or something like that. So Dax was like, so he said, we was like, I was upset by that. So we went and he's like, uh, me and Cash, we went to talk to Roman and Seth <laughs> like separately because they were the top dudes at the time. Um, and they asked him just like, hey, do y'all got a problem with the way we because he said to them, he said uh, he Dax put over Roman like hard. He said to him when he was in WWE, Roman was like the standard bearer. He said he looked up to Roman. He's like, that was who he based his shit on. It was like, that was, he wanted to be at Roman's level. So he said Roman and Seth would like watch every match with the live events. And they asked them, it's like, do you guys, just like, you're, do y'all got a problem with, you know, the way we do our matches, blah, blah. And then he, was, he said, they said, no. <laughs> like no it's like we want you to work hard because that makes us work hard and then that means when we come back to this town where people are gonna show up and we get more money i'm like yeah, yeah that makes perfect sense <laughs> like why he didn't like i said i'm just trying to narrow down what that would have been like hey you know you gotta watch because some dudes back then did have that mentality mm-hmm. it was like some of the younger guys going too hard it's like we gotta work harder blah 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 i'm like yeah because them young cats trying to get where you at big boss yeah they want to be like you. Now, I get it. They're going out there doing 50 million flips and shit. <laughs> like, that's just like, all right, chill. But if they're just going out there just having really good matches and the crowd get hyped, like. I never, I never believed in that because, like, I didn't in the first match a couple times back in the day when me and Mike were. And we got told plenty of times don't go out there and do a whole lot because there's other matches on the card that got to follow you. Me. My competitive ass, I'm like, man, fuck all that. If you can't follow the first match, to me, that just means you probably shouldn't even be on the damn show. Exactly. You don't need to be here. Like, yeah, like, why Why would I wrestle down because you can't wrestle up? <laughs> I mean, you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Put that, like, put that I, on a t-shirt. I, that's my, that's my biggest pet peeve. I mean, I don't hear that often because there's a new, new baby guy running shows here in Texas or across the board. You go to certain places like the old heads, they'll tell you like, hey, first match, y'all can't go outside the ring. Why? Like, is there like a is there like a force field around the ring that we can't see? I'm like, look, right. I is, get Is you God? Right. Like, I get like, okay, the main event is your ticket seller. But like I just said, if the main event can't follow the matches that went before it, maybe you need to rethink who you put in your main event. Like the fuck? True. Then there's other things, too, that I was told. Well, you're a heel. You shouldn't do anything. I get you in a sense, but if I feel like if I can do a dive to the outside of the ring or do something off the top rope and that makes a match better, why wouldn't I do it? You know what I'm saying? Especially if you put me in there with a guy who doesn't do anything cool. I was like, I'm pretty good at reading crowds anyway. Okay, the crowd ain't reacting to this shit. Let me do this. Boom, I get a reaction. There, there's a lot of like old school rules that I can go on for hours and tell y'all about. Like, what the fuck? But it, it's just, it's just an old head mentality. That's what I call it. Yeah, that's, that's what it sounds like. I'm just like, hey, man, some of these, yeah, I'm like, yeah, some of these young cats like the coast, but a lot of them are just like, nah, bro, I want to get where that dude at. I want to make yeah. his money. So I'm going to go out there and try and kill it. Yeah, that's why takeovers were so good, because that mentality wasn't preached there. You know, there's a clip of Triple H telling them, go out there, show them, show the world, show everybody that this is your fucking house. And 
you watch a show, that's what they did. Every match was better than the one that preceded it. Pretty much. Because they repeat each other. That's also a thing, too. You got who they have money. They start wrestling shows. I mean, I'm veering off a little bit. You just you caused, me to go on a, you caused me to go on a rant. You yeah, have people <laughs> who, who have money, right? Mm-hmm. They're wrestling fans growing up, right? Mm-hmm. So what do they do? They start a wrestling show. And then they're thinking like, okay, I need some better experience. So they get, no offense to the old heads. I agree with some of the stuff they say, but a lot of the stuff they, they a lot of their thought process is very outdated. Yeah. Like, if Braun Breaker holds somebody in a bear hug for five minutes, you're going to start seeing people walk there's a bathroom or go somewhere to get nachos. No one wants to see that. But there's people that run wrestling shows that have never played like sports in their life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like when you're an athlete, you have that mentality. You might not be top five or top 10 in anybody else's mind, but you as an athlete, you're supposed to think I'm number one. I'm top five. I'm top 10. Or like Drake said, I'm top three. I'm not two and I'm not three. You know, you're supposed to have mentality. So mm-hmm. you get backstage and your first match, like me and Mike were back in the day. Hey, um, I know you guys can do a lot of stuff, but can y'all tone it down a little bit? Man, I know it sounds fake, but just so I can continue getting bookings, I would say, yeah, all right, I got you. I would hey, look, look at my you coming up. Yeah, when yeah, you're coming yeah. up, so that you got to do what you got to do. Stay yeah, out. like me and Mike would look at each other and go, man, fuck all that shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the most athletic guy. I got as much athleticism in my body as Bret Hart does. But uh, hey, look, he's a hey, goat. Hey, he goat though. So he, you know, he I'm saying though, like Triple H, Bret, they're not, you're not gonna get like a four fifty splash out of either of those guys. They they might not Bret at least went to the second rope. Triple H looked at that <laughs> motherfucker and was like, You got me fucked up. But anyway, yes. It, it's just a lot of old stuff that guys still try to pedal in wrestling to this day even and I'm just like dude nobody nobody watches wrestling for that no more right and another thing I'm trying to I was talking to Max earlier today right so this promoter he wants to do okay Mysterious Q and Mike have never had a match right I'm calling mm-hmm. that real name but anyway um, they've never had a match right ever they had like Changing a tag match during WrestleMania weekend last year, but they've never had a one-on-one match ever. Right. So this promoter wants to book Max and Mysterious Q in a two out of three falls match. No buildup, no nothing. Just do it. Just just random. Just random yeah. two out of three falls. Yeah, just a random two out of three falls. No nothing. And I told Max, I'm like, man, I don't know. Maybe I have to get out of like TV land and think indie. But dog, like. Something years ago on a Stone Cold podcast that I related to, when he said, "I feel that if you give me two guys in the ring and just have them do a match, I'm not interested. But if you give me two guys in the ring and you put a story around it, okay, I'm invested. You got me." I was telling him, I was like, "Man, he left a lot of money on the table. He could have built up to you and Q in a two out of three falls match, as opposed to just doing it." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you gonna make your money that night, but dog, you could have made more money 
you could have got into a bigger venue. You could have got more sponsors. You could have more things if you had a built to it instead of just, all right, it's going to be a banger match. I mean, yeah, doing banger matches on the pool, but Vince was right. Dusty was right back in the day. Putting that story on top of a match, you make more money out of it. Oh, seasoning. You got to throw some seasoning yeah. on that. You just throw a cold match on there. We're like, okay, these two guys are going to go in there and do some shit. Crowd might get popped for a little bit, but they ain't going to remember that. It's like, I like Hot Pockets. Don't get me wrong. But, nigga, if you ask me between lasagna and a Hot Pocket, I'm going with lasagna every time. Because mm-hmm. it's something else I got to get time with. To come out right, you got to take your time. Hot Pocket, pull out the wrapper, put it in a little game in the microwave for like what minute 30 boom you got some need but nigga i'd rather have lasagna over a hot pocket any day but that's just me i got a lot of rants about the business but it's it's getting late we can't go too long (laughs) elimination chamber 2023 huh i said i love lasagna Uh, yeah i do too i think overall it was a good show elimination chamber was um, the first match was the women's elimination chamber. Oscar, Carmella, Liv Morgan, Italia, Nikki Cross, and Raquel Wad. Wad- I almost said Wadriguez. Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Elmer Fed. The yeah, the the opener was pretty good. All the ladies did their thing. Natty got a huge pop out there in Canada. Uh, Oscar was amazing as always. I could extol her virtues for a tired three hours. Nikki was good. Uh, her and Raquel had the, you know, through the pod spot. The way Liv got eliminated was fucking crazy. That damn sharpshooter armbar combination. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I didn't think she could even tap if she wanted to. <laughs> like, I don't. I was talking to somebody on Twitter about this. I'm like, I love Liv, but. For whatever I said, I'm like her. Like I'm crazy. Like like TLC girl character. I guess it's still a character right now, right? I don't know what Liv's character is. I, it's one of the things about that frustrates me. There's something there with Liv. There's something that there is. I would fire her. I wouldn't bury her or anything like that. But there's something there. They needed to find what the fuck that shit is. Because I'm watching the show, I'm like, so they got a crazy woman named Nikki Cross on Raw. They got another crazy, I don't know what the fuck Liv is, but I guess she's crazy too. They got her doing it on SmackDown. I just feel like Liv doesn't have direction. Yeah, One minute just... she's a tag team, then next minute she's, I don't know. Yeah, because her crazy is just like, I guess, like, I don't know if they want to call it Harley Quinn-esque. I'm like, Nikki is a better crazy version of her because Nikki just does anything. So Nikki will just be everywhere. You don't know where she'll pop up. And I said, I'm like, I'm like, Liv's current character, whatever it is, rings hollow with me because I'm like, it's just Shotzi's character from NXT. Basically. And I believed it with Shotzi. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. Shotzi was just doing crazy death-defying shit. Like, first time I ever saw Shotzi in a wrestling match, she dove headfirst into, like, a stack of fucking chairs. Like, like Shotzi is about about that life. Say again? I was about to mention that, too. That was was the first time I ever saw her. I know who she was at first. I just saw a gif of her. Some green-head chick and some 
about to like combat gear flying into like 15 chairs. I'm like, who the fuck is that? They're like, that's Shanti Blackheart. I'm like, yeah, like a month later, she got signed. Like, <laughs> like is she all right? Like, is she because Tempo and Tempo and Mike were there for that WrestleMania weekend because I got heat with Rudy like two weeks prior to that, so I wasn't invited to WrestleMania weekend. But you anyway, sure was, fuck him. No, was that huh? Mania weekend? That was the uh, that was the Evolve anniversary show. Was that Mania weekend? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, it was when Gabe still ran it. He was doing like. He did a show in San Antonio. I think he did some Houston and even Dallas for WrestleMania weekend. Like he was in okay. Texas for like a whole week or two. Yeah, because I know that specific like that. incident that I saw shots he barreled her head first into those chairs was that Evolve anniversary show that they put on yeah. the network that people in AEW got mad about because it was supposedly a counter program. And I'm like, all right. Um Yeah, I I, I'm not, I haven't given up on Liv. No, no, no. Like, I wouldn't, just because, like I said. Liv is definitely still popular. She definitely yeah. still gets positive reactions. It's just, um, which is which is shocking, I guess, to me. Because, like, typically when the audience doesn't have an idea of who you are, they don't really know how to react to you. And what that typically leads to is disinterest. But with her, she had, her story was, she kept getting the shit hand of the deal, right? She would almost get there, but wouldn't accomplish anything. Then when she finally did have her moment, it got snuffed out like really quick. I don't, that's like really the one thing that Triple H is booking that confused. Like, why did you take the box and put it on Ronda? What purpose of that? He was trying to, he was trying to capitalize on. Whatever popularity Ronda had left. That's the only way I could think. It's just like, oh shit, Ronda's here. Even though Ronda didn't want the damn belt anymore. <laughs> yeah, I think when they look at Ronda, they see female Brock. But the thing, the difference between Brock and Ronda is Brock is a relatively reclusive dude where he's Ronda gets on platforms and says stupid shit on a monthly basis. <laughs> I mean, the thing Hello. about. <laughs> The thing about Brock in the past year or two is the fact that he's not being, I mean, he's still booked as a monster, but at the same time, it's like, he's also human now, which a lot of people are fucking with. (laughs) When he fucking, when he cut that damn promo on Lashley, (laughs) this motherfucker pretty much was like, I was fucking my wife. And I kept thinking about Bobby Lashley. <laughs> and it was funny, too. He stopped himself. He said, I'm in my bed with my wife. And everybody was like, hey, yo. And he was like, and after four hours, <laughs> all I could think about was Bobby Lashley. This man had to switch himself. He said, uh, I, he's like, uh, I smashed my wife for like four hours straight. And then after that, all I could think about was Bobby Lashley. That's still a one huge A, yo, my guy. Like, you just smashed your wife for an hour, and you think about other men? Okay. <laughs> somebody somebody posted a clip of, um, my bad, Alex. Somebody posted a clip of um, him. Because I noticed it. I picked up on it as I was watching. I was like, dang, he, he, let, that, he let that accent fly. And it started, <laughs> it started talking like Brock was a character again. We're from fucking Dakota, goddamn it! <laughs> like, you know, I, 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 I you know, when I fought Bobby Lashley, 
<laughs> that fucking Midwest accent. Damn, don't you know, head ass boy. <laughs> No, I hit was you not. With that, hit you with that F five, don't you know? <laughs> don't would you know, man? Like I, I had a dick, dick gum, ice box, some soda pop. Went in there, and got me a soda pop. Oh, letter candy ass boy. Skinned <laughs> deer, deer. Went upstairs to fuck my woman. All I thought about was Bobby. Who? Bobby cracks me. The way he says Bobby cracks me up every time. Bobby! Bobby! <laughs> Bobby! 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 Bobby who? <laughs> Why does he say Bobby like that? Bobby who? Bobby? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> well, hand kill ass, Bobby. <laughs> Remember, people were wondering like how he would do without hand, but that's well. It's so fucking hilarious. It's also the thing, like, Brock's not the greatest promo. He's definitely not. But at the same time, he's, one, entertaining, and two, no one's really going to laugh mockingly at him because he could beat anybody's ass. So it's mm-hmm. like, you can't really laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wouldn't you know, this is his, uh, this is like his real-life personality. Yeah, like, he didn't I- fuck with people for, like, the longest, which, relatable, but... <laughs> Because I think people saw him on the Pat McAfee show, and he said something that I felt. He's like, you know, sometimes I just get tired of people. I was like, yeah, you, know, he, you know what, Brock? Me too. Me he got too. a social battery. He got a social battery, and that should be running down quick. Yeah. That That's still just so damn funny, though. Bobby! <laughs> <sighs> it's great, though. I think Heyman said... Um, I think Heyman said in an interview something. He said, thank God Brock started talking. I was getting tired of it. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's... I was telling Max that, too. I was like... I was like, I'm running out of good shit to say (laughs) that. So, like, hey, hey, I'll... You say this tonight, but then I'll say this. I was like, whew, good, because... I got writer's block. I mean, I don't write my shit, but like, I'll go over my promo in my head, and I hit a wall. I'm like, damn, what do I say after that? Then every time I do, he's like, "Hey, I'll you say that, and I'm gonna say this." Thank God, because I did not know what to say after that. <laughs> Since we are talking about Bobby and Brock, we're gonna skip that match. Um, it oh, was after the I, women's. Yeah, what do you think? Chamber. I think that was the best women's chamber. Yeah. Everybody looked good. Everyone got some stuff in. Carmella is Carmella's fairly underrated. I'm not going to say she's the best ever. Nobody realizes it, but she's fairly she's, underrated. She entertained the fuck out of me in this match. What she what? might lack in Bell to Bell work, she makes up for in personality. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's why I kept saying, and I've said it on the show before, I was like, her current character is what her character should have been. Like, because that's just her. You can tell that is her in real life. Yeah. I've tweeted this about when I was watching Raw. I was like, Carmella right now dressing like a 2000s era hip hop video girl. Like, <laughs> like, you, oh, like, you turn on like fucking any Nelly song from the mid 2000s or like, Neptune or Pharrell's fronting video 
or Snoop Dogg's beautiful or something like that, you're going to see a woman that looks similar to Carmella or dresses like Carmella. Yeah, it's like she basically, if you think about it, she kind of dresses like Missy Elliott. Dresses like fucking Melissa Ford, like, or Lauren London back then, like. Yeah, I think Melissa Ford's forehead. She got to fit inside that, uh, she got to fit inside that Honda Accord that she drives. Like, dog, like. What, I don't know why, veering off a little bit, but I don't know why. I ain't never seen a beautiful woman that didn't have a big-ass forehead like Rihanna. Can you imagine, like... I knew you I knew you bring up Rihanna. Can you imagine <laughs> if Rihanna and Melissa Ford had a headbutt contest? Or like, the universe nigga. would implode. Like... <laughs> yeah. Nigga, like, one tap of their foreheads would wipe out half the Earth's population. <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> so, you know, that's a, that's a side thing. You remember that, like, you remember that game song, Wouldn't Get Far? Yeah. What was nope. up with that song? I li- Every time I listen to that song, I'm like, damn, game really hate video vixens. Like, what is his problem with these women? I don't know. I know for a while he was going around claiming he fucked Maya, only for Maya to come out, like, almost a decade later and say, nah, I never fucked... 50, I never fucked game. Like, I never slept with any of those guys. I've met them before, but I never fucked them. Nice guys. Never had sex with them. Like, <laughs> like I'm just thinking, I'm like, this man just seems to hate these vi- girls in these videos. Why? I can only assume that he tried to smash one and they said no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only thing I can think of. Like, he tried to mm-hmm. smash, like, Melissa Ford or Vita Guerrera, and they said no. And he wrote a whole song about it with Kanye production. Like, it's... Yeah. it's I mean, dope uh, beat. Prime yeah, Kanye. great beat. Now, that prime Kanye beat. Just, you know. Wouldn't get by. I'm like, all right, game. Fucking the rap stars, you know. Who know you who are. you are. Put your hands up, ladies. <laughs> if you kept your legs closed. <laughs> but you know. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> I wrote this song for you. <laughs> for you and you and you and all y'all. y'all. <laughs> Kanye had a dope ass verse. I don't know if he wrote that or Ryan Fence wrote it, but it was I dope. don't know. Pop <laughs> quiz. This man would tell us something. If it add up one to uh, that's madness. I'm like, he had to write that part. <laughs> yeah. Like on fucking like on fucking problems when Drake literally when they kept Drake literally looking for his lyrics on his fucking phone. <laughs> like I'm like, why did y'all keep that in this song? I'm reading something to somebody that I wrote my notepad. Back in the day, what was that, iPhone 5? It had to be. Like, if you tap the screen, it would scroll all the way to the bottom. So it's like, you gotta go all the way back up top to find out where you were. Like, that was just a mainstream song. You really had in this song? Like, Drake was flowing, then it's like, he's like, and just... Okay, I got it. And just... So I'm like, Nick... Jesus Christ. Y'all didn't y'all didn't want to tell Drake to do that over? Like <laughs> It's like that one Eminem song. Where's my snare? I have a snare. I'm like Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was that? Uh clean out my closet. <laughs> I'm like, why'd y'all keep this in? I mean th- there's a few songs that haven't like on uh go right by uh, Childish Gambino, like, Kilo Kishi starts the song, and she's like, where's the song on my Blackberry? Like, the beat's going and everything, and she's like, uh, and she was like, okay, I found it. 
okay, cool. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, all right. At least you did it before the song started. Like Jay-Z, he used to make it work. Turn me up. Turn me up, Bruce. Uh-huh. Turn me up. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. You know, I get this up in here, you know? That's right. Uh, I love it. I just need to go down a rabbit hole of, like, rap songs where the artists just just stop. Like, sh- like well, Bomba by Sheck West. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know, like the part in the middle where he's like, "Oh fuck, shit, bitch," and then apparently in the studio, the for whatever reason, the beat just like the computer turned off or something, so they lost the beat for like half a second. <laughs> so he just didn't know what was going on. So he just started just saying random stuff. I'm like, that's the best part of the song. <laughs> Young Shaq West said, "I'm getting really rich." Like nothing, nothing. Me up more. This is my top. This is my number moment at a concert. Kendrick was performing DNA last year in Austin. Mm-hmm. It was the first half of the beat, and I'm rapping along, and I'm noticing he's forgetting some lines in the shit. Because according to Mike Will, DNA is a freestyle all the way, and the, where the beat switches, that was all him acapella, and Mike Will just built the beat around. That that second half, so he they form right. Like this nigga forgets some words. I, I get it. You songs, you're bound to forget some. Mid verse, this nigga goes, "Man, fuck this song." <laughs> <laughs> fuck this song. <laughs> I, I, I like stopped. I was like, "Wait a minute, did he say what I think he just said?" But oh, man, fuck he, this song. He kept going, right? <laughs> so I got home the next day just to make sure I heard that right. I didn't. I couldn't believe it. I was like, "Ain't nobody said, fuck this song." Like, nigga, you, you, this? <laughs> you chose the set list, like, yeah. <laughs> Do like Whitney Houston say, like, look, if you think you might forget a song, go over the set list. Go drive somewhere. You know, rehearse the lyrics in your head so that way when you get on stage, you're not like, and I. And uh. you just pause and you don't know what comes next. You, you, you already know. Can you imagine that shit? That's hilarious. Song? Just forget that shit, Mitt. Like, that, um, there was a clip I saw of like <laughs> Whitney, and she was being interviewed, I guess, while getting ready for a concert. And they asked her, I forgot what to, it was between I Will Always Love You and another one of her songs. Like she had to pick which one. And she said, she said, oh, I, you know, I, I looked at both of them and, you know, I picked I'll Always, you know, I picked I'll Always Love You, blah, blah, blah. And then the interviewer was like, was it like a hard decision, you know, between like picking between two favorite children, blah, blah. She said, no, I just looked at the numbers and... <laughs> Like she said, I looked at the numbers, the yeah. sales of one of the songs and picked it based off that. I yeah, said, a- yeah, pretty much. Like the caption, because someone retweeted the clip, so the caption was like, Whitney said, I got hits, and I got hits. <laughs> yeah. That's like Michael Jackson. What do you what do you perform? Thriller or bad? Which yes. one do you choose? <laughs> thriller, more than likely. <laughs> it's yeah. thriller based off the numbers. I would hate to go to a Drake concert. I heard this nigga was at the Apollo and he performed like 40 songs. Nigga, I'm like, I'm nigga, if, you, 
Nigga, if you don't cut that shit down to like 20. If that, 15, Drake. I ain't trying to be here all day. Like, and Jesus it, Christ. That nigga went through his entire catalog. I'm like, oh, no. I will never forget the clip I saw at it was like early in his career. Drake was doing a concert. He was singing "Best I Ever Had." As soon as that shit started, I think I slipped on stage. <laughs> all you saw remember. was like, "Oh, you saw, baby, you mopful." <laughs> like in the damn, yeah, the, the beat was going, the chorus was going. You didn't hear Drake at all. <laughs> I think that was one where he like he broke his ankle or he sprained his ankle at that concert. Yeah, because then he had to go to the BET Awards the next week, and he was sitting down the whole. Time. I'm like, I can't remember if this was the same concert he was with Wayne, and Wayne made a comment about it during the show. He was like, "Damn." <laughs> He said something about man that that nigga really got bad legs. I thought this. I thought that was just a part of the TV show. <laughs> On stage. What was that you told me years ago when Beyonce was falling down the stairs at a concert? You were like, stop falling. She's like falling forever. She gonna get up afterwards and be like, ask y'all's favorite. YouTube. When something would happen and it got on YouTube, that was like a record because nobody had gotten something uploaded that fast back then. But I, I, I was like in tears on the floor laughing, wetting. I was like, <laughs> this woman, it just seemed like she just fell forever. And all you saw was a train of her dress just trying to catch up with the rest of her body. I was like, nigga, them steps said, look, we tired of you twirling your hair around, doing your hips this and that away. Listen, stop falling. <laughs> I, I, like, we was playing, all right, and he caught the ball, and he just stumbled, and he kept stumbling. I'm like, nigga, stop stumbling. He's like, just fall. When, when he got up, he was like, this nigga, Rike, go tell me to stop stumbling. Like, I can help it. I was like, yeah, you can help it. I got a cousin that's clumsy as fuck. Sometimes he can help himself not tripping going up the damn steps. I was like, yo ass just kept stumbling. Like, nigga, put an arm down. Put your leg this way. Like, stop or yourself just, somehow. Or just fall. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, just fall. Like, don't continue to fall. This man, I go be because because Anyway, like, I'm just thinking to myself, like, damn, this woman just keep falling down them damn steps. She just, just keep falling. Like, nigga, she fell down them steps like a cartoon character. Like, do, 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 bam. That is good content. I mean, people don't talk about it no more. But back to, to get back on track. Uh, the third match was a uh, mixed tag match: Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley, with Dominic Mysterio there. Uh, Beth had the Aja Kong face paint on. Not Aja Kong. The um, um Bull Nakano. Jesus Christ, I'm fucking up. Yeah, had the Bull Nakano face paint. Um. I thought this match was pretty good too. Uh, Rhea and Beth got a lot of time, mostly because this is Beth's first match since. Shit. What was her last match? I want to say the 2020 Royal Rumble. Well, I mean, like, not a Rumble. Um, Probably that four woman tag team match at 35. Probably, yeah. But I enjoyed this one. This one was pretty solid. Oh, no, no, no. no. 
I'm lying. Didn't her Edge face uh, Miz and Maurice last year? Um, I want to say they did. Let me let me look. Um, uh, yeah, day one, she returned to help. Yeah, she returned to help uh, Edge against Miz at day one, and then, yep, twenty two Rumble, twenty twenty two Rumble mixed tag against Edge and Maurice. Yep. So yep, just last year. Yeah, I thought I thought this was a pretty solid match. It was a fun match. There was that double power bomb spot was crazy. Um Edge and Beth won. I'm guessing as if Raw's any indication, I it's gotta end at Mania with Finn and Edge. People keep saying yeah, hell in a cell. So Yeah. You know, Finn hit his wrong moment. I'm not finished with you. He hit that man three times with a coup de gras. <laughs> like he was trying to cave Edge's ribs in. He gonna say on Instagram the third one was for extra disrespect. <laughs> I love you, Finn. Finn, <laughs> that nigga was fresh. Like Finn, like, bro. Finn just uh, Finn became a heel and said, "Now I'm gonna get out all my black clothes because like <laughs> I want to dress like a black person." Like Finn just is drip for days. He dressed like the one in Houston. Half the time he'd be dressing like the white boys in Houston, and then half the other times he'd be dressing like a cholo. <laughs> he dressed more cholo than Dominic do. Yeah, Dominic ass gonna be like, I'm gonna tell you how we do, or how, what I did to guys who were disrespectful in the pen, and it's just like, nigga, you. Every time Michael Cole's like, you were in there an hour. <laughs> like Dominic make it sound like he was there for five years. <laughs> like this, I'm like yeah, you were in there an hour, and it was county jail. Like. <laughs> They go. They go. I'm pretty sure in six months that group is gonna be faced. And all four of them are entertaining. Oh like, yeah, definitely. They said um, in the press conference that you know Judgment Day actually is about you know all those guys are doing really good now. Like yeah, they are. Well, it helps that you know Dominic isn't wrestling. <laughs> he's just doing character shit, which is totally fine because before he had no fucking character. He was just Rey Mysterio's son. <laughs> now he's a hardened criminal. <laughs> yeah, thug life. He did a hard time. He was at Rikers Island. He survived <laughs> Rikers Island. The motherfucker was in county jail for an hour. That man went to that damn. Did y'all see? Because I didn't finish it. Did y'all see that Valentine's Day video? <laughs> I seen it yet. Him and Rhea, he took Rhea to the fucking restaurant. His car got declined. <laughs> she had to pay for that shit. That mess was oh, hilarious. I did not see that. That mess was hilarious. Motherfucker over here gonna go to a damn high class restaurant, gonna ask for goddamn chicken tenders. Like this stick is so much <laughs> serious. <laughs> Good thing I'm not booking it because I would have went the extra mile with it. They would have did skits with him on house arrest. With the ankle monitor on, I didn't know it was on TikTok the other day, but the damn ankle was talking. The battery by the back, somebody will chime in on the bed. You charge your ankle monitor. I'm like, these motherfuckers talk now. God damn! Hey, charge your ankle monitor, convict. Like, yo. But yeah, he. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I was saying this before. I was like, yeah, just do these almost every holiday. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're going to be on SmackDown. This week, if I'm not mistaken. Raymond so, should have walked by that table and been like, with your broke ass. 
so Rhea can finally, uh, you know, confront Charlotte. So, and get that really started in earnest. I was saying, did you see the clip of uh, Esca, uh, Santos and Ray talking after that match they had? And that, that was that was dope. I was I put on Twitter. I was like, okay, so we had this one by them, which is going to lead to Santos stepping in to help Ray when Dominic disrespects him, leading to a Judgment Day versus Legato feud. I'm for it. Yeah, I, I, I heard, like the last thing I read when I was on Twitter was uh, that they were going to move the Judgment Day over to SmackDown, which would be the case. I mean, Rhea should be Charlotte at WrestleMania. They'll go over there with her. Yeah, SmackDown needs some more uh, more people up and down the card. Uh, you know, side note, uh, Raquel Rodriguez shows off her back. I'm like, man, Rhea's got the biggest back. Bianca's got the most cut back out of the three of y'all. Hey, look, you can't say that because that's Raquel's character. Is that she got a big back. Oh, also that she's Mexican. <laughs> like, that's her character. And she smiled too damn much. Like... I'm sick of her smiling, bro. I just want her to throw women. Is that okay? Can I just have her sling women around the ring and shit? Like that's it. Man, that's, that's all I want. That that's a Vince thing. I just go out there and smile. Which is funny because that's the exact opposite of what they told her in NXT. <laughs> well, stop smiling so much. Like <laughs> you should come to the ring on a mo wait. She yeah, she should. She was coming to the ring on a motorbike. Man, ever since I heard Boosie say motorbike, I don't even call it motorcycle no more. On that motorbike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she get on back of that motorbike, and all I see is back on that motorbike. <laughs> <sighs> Boosie badass. Anyway. Shit, what was next after that? The U.S. title match, right? No, after that was the... Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes, 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 it was. That chamber was wild. Mm-hmm. I was saying, and this brings up um, a question. Robert said, um, uh, sorry, I'm typing this thing up. Okay. Um, apparently, there was a rumor that, a, um, that was soon to be unfounded that apparently Triple H is disappointed with some people that got brought back. And I was like, I don't know if that's true, but I could see Cross being one of them people because Cross is feuded with Drew and he's feuding with Ray and he still has yet to get over. Crowds really don't give a shit about him. I couldn't tell you why. They just do not care for this man. Um, But I was saying some people were like Bronson and Johnny. I was like, any doubts people had of Bronson and Johnny, they definitely showed out in this chamber. Yeah, like, um, I don't know, I, I, just much, I've been, it's been on my mind on the podcast, but certain wrestlers I don't think highly of at first, but then they, they, then they do something and their stock goes up to me. Like, I, Raquel needs more depth to her character, but being able to have that match with Ronda last month definitely raised her stock with me. Yeah, that was wild. I was like, who would who would have thought that one of Ronda's best matches would be against Raquel, especially in this yeah. current run? Because this current run, Ronda been stinking up the joint. Yeah, that that was surprisingly good. Uh, theory, he he gets better week after week. But um, he's made him in a raw a lot since Triple H took yeah. over. <laughs> yeah, we thought he was being buried like months ago, right? For real, it was um, like, oh, he being buried. He keep losing. I'm like, this motherfucker in the main event of Raw almost every week. <laughs> 
Like, um, as far as, like, talent that's underwhelmed since they've been back, yeah, Cross is surprisingly one when you consider how he debuted. Like, this man debuted during a Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre segment. In the, the build shit of out the of Drew. Yeah. And eased a possible conversation with him and Roman that to this day has not happened <laughs> yeah. like, at all. Uh, let me see. What's his comeback? I, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say Johnny. I wouldn't say him. He's him. Him in the chamber was good. Him and Bronson were good. Um, yeah, people say who's like, oh, who's disappointed? But someone else pointed out, it's like you got to take into the account that they. Um, by the time a lot of the people Triple H hired back got brought back, the hierarchy at this point was already established. We knew who everybody was and where they were on the card. So you bringing back all these people, you got to put them where they fit. But they're not. But at least the way Triple H and his team book, they're not just going to automatically take somebody else's spot that's already there. They got to be worked in. Now this coming year, we're definitely going to see how these returns work out. But. Yeah. Like when they first got back, it just like they just got here. A lot of these people, a lot of the other ones that were still there that didn't get released or left, they are in established feuds or factions or titles already. Like, you know, you can't just wave your hand like that, Vince Russo, and get rid of all that. But I'd say Johnny's yeah, yeah, yeah. getting his footing. Oh, sorry. What were you saying? Yeah, I think um, like me and you were saying a few weeks ago that Triple H came back. Well, he got him in the power. <laughs> mid-season like just imagine what's the best tv show out right now i'm trying to use an analogy i get I'm, you i'm you i'm gonna just say, i'm gonna just say break it i'm gonna just say breaking bad it's a magic coming <laughs> bad over <laughs> yeah I, I couldn't think of anything currently but like just imagine coming in in the middle in like season three of breaking bad and being told hey you gotta take over okay um you got to go back and watch season one, season two, and see what people you hire on, so on and so forth. But I think um, with the draft coming up, I think that's going to be his reset button because he needs a draft in the worst way. Yeah. Uh, but Johnny's been doing well. Bronson, people were like, you saw people were like, oh, really? Bronson was wrestling Okada. Now he's the Miz's lackey. Him and Miz were paired together literally his debut, and that was it. Oh man, <laughs> Brian was in the Miz. he like most of the people that get paired with Miz or he's their first opponent in to the WWE, they end up doing good later on. Ciampa was getting yeah. somewhere, but then he got hurt. Then he got hurt, yeah. And you know, and you know, Triple H. Once Champa's healthy, he's gonna be right back in there with Johnny. Probably yeah. gonna bring back DIY, which I wouldn't be against, to be honest. Yeah. Um, DIY, they're a great tag team. They could get some, they could really definitely have some good matches. Uh, Bronson back, he's fine. Um, Tegan's kind of lost right now, but that whole SmackDown Women's Division's lost. <laughs> like it, it really is. Mia's momentum stalled when AJ went down. So they're, I think right now they're trying to figure out what they're going to do with her. Um, yeah. Piper's starting to get built now since she's back as a heel. Um, she has a match with Candace next week. I, this stuff with Candace and Nikki is starting to pay off after Monday. 
Let's see who who else got brought back recently. Um, Emma, Emma is just people are like, oh, someone said, oh, we Emma's fall from grace needs to be studied. I'm like, grace, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> what, what do you mean fall from grace? Y'all really thought Emma was gonna come back and win a title her first night? Most of the crowd don't remember Emma, and right now she's fine with Madcap from that interview they had this past week after he lost the match with Gunter. It seemed like. They might be turning heel soon. So, we'll see how that goes. Who else came back? Dexter's there, but Dexter's really not a guy that needs to be featured on TV every week anyway. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Elias. Um, I thought he was going to tag with Rick Boogs, but who, they might still do that. I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what's going on with that. That's just my thing on that. But anyway, back to this chamber. This chamber was pretty damn lit. Uh, pretty much everyone got some time to shine. Theory got beat up a lot. <laughs> Montez was going off. Priest was going off. Johnny was definitely going off, especially that scary-ass spot where he did that poison run on Reed and like they are both going to die. Then there was a Heracron he did to Seth off the pod, which was also crazy. Then the finish was that Logan Paul showed up, cost Seth the match, hit him with that buckshot lariat and the stomp. Then Theory covered oh, under retain. So what? I said, that son of a bitch. <laughs> Logan Paul. Rumor is that the, there might be a triple threat for the U.S. title at Mania. Logan Paul, Seth, and Theory, and I'm like, all right. I was thinking Seth Logan. That match was Yeah, that'd be fine by itself. Some people are still fantasy booking John Cena and Theory for Mania. I don't know. Logistically, and I, I don't know how that's going to work if he going to be in Australia filming a movie unless he's got a ring out there between sets. Well, he <laughs> is Well, he is coming to Raw. Yeah. Before Mania. So, maybe if they can swing it, they'll try and set up that match then if they're going to do it. I don't know. Yeah. Since again, Rock wants to do everything but wrestle. Yeah, he was in San Diego this past weekend. I'm a goddamn XFL and shit like what was it? Was it the day after the Rumble he showed up in Texas? Like, nigga, like. <laughs> yeah, people was leaving comments. Yo, brother out here committing crimes and shit. Like, yo, dang, yo, cousin out here committing war crimes. And you sit here talking about football. Like, where is your pride, Rock? Like, where is your pride? I don't know. I think, what is this got to be, what, the third time? Well, he didn't guarantee anything, but apparently, like, he was supposed to face Triple H in 2016. Yeah, that was that. That was yeah, because that weird ass confrontation they had on that SmackDown was supposed to set that up. That was his idea, according to Triple H. That was really? Rock's idea. So either Triple H being Triple H and just lying, or I could see that being Rock's idea and then just be like, "Oh no, I can't do it." Like, yeah, like that famous Shaq Big Show match that never happened till Big Show went to AEW. Yeah, and then. What was it? It was supposed to be him and Ronda versus Stephanie and Triple H. Then that turned into Kurt and Ronda versus Stephanie and Triple H. So, yeah, then he gonna have the nerve to put on Young Rock. Fucking that scene with him and damn Kid Roman talking about, oh yeah, well, we can't have a match. You gotta save that for WrestleMania. I'm like, nigga. I'm like, man, fuck out of here, Dwayne. Like, <laughs> I don't want to hear that BS. And last thing I read, he left the door open for WrestleMania 40. Mm. I'm like, we'll see. We will see. WrestleMania 40 is when? Uh, 
Shit, what mania is this one? I, I'm lost track of the numbers. <laughs> 39, because Vince stopped putting the numbers on him. Yeah. But this one will be 39. I forgot why he stopped doing that shit. It was just like, oh, to not date them or something. I'm like, that just makes it more confusing. Like, Yeah, WrestleMania 43. Well, Triple H is putting the back on there, because it's WrestleMania XL. So yeah. WrestleMania, uh, WrestleMania 40 will be... In Philly. April 6th and 7th. Yep, in Philly at Lincoln Financial Field. Well, hopefully this one is good because WrestleMania 15 was the shit. This is just some bullshit. Like, Rock's like, uh, uh, the door's open for 40. I'm like, nigga, one of them. I'm like, yo ass would skip WrestleMania Hollywood. <laughs> you the damn, you the big Hollywood star, and you gonna skip out on the one in Hollywood. Like, man, Rock, be fucking for real. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I can't help but feel like if there was, like, if there was, I mean, Roman and Rock would be a big match anywhere, but I'm just thinking, like, man, I felt like this was the year to do it. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, all right. Well, I mean, I'm I'm not tripping. We're getting Cody and yeah. Roman. That that should be, as Future would say, sensational. Just be fucking for real, Dwayne. Um, speaking of that, the main event. Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn for the Universal Title, one of the best matches this year. I got that negative say about it. I loved it. Great from start to finish. Um, a lot of people were complaining that some people were thinking too hard. They were like, "Man, why Kevin show up late?" Blah blah. I'm like, "Did y'all forget the hell Sammy put Kevin through for the past few months? Like, <laughs> why the fuck would he come out?" All quick, he probably he wanted Sammy to get his ass whipped a little bit. And there's some people who feel like, oh, WWE dropped the ball. I was like, no, they didn't. No, they didn't. I'm like, y'all, exactly. I'm like, y'all really thought that they were going to drop the belt from Roman a month before WrestleMania on a, I mean, even though it was a good show on a B show, why the fuck would y'all think that? Because sometimes wrestling fans don't think logically, they think emotionally. And then you had some people being like, well, why don't they just get let Sammy beat Roman and then Roman challenges him like the next week on Friday and wins it back. I'm like, what the fuck? What in the Vince Russo kind of shit is that? That's not even a Vince. I mean, that's a that's a Vince McMahon thing. I'm like, y'all want to Vince the fuck up out of here. But now you're booking like him. like yeah. that's some shit Vince would do. <laughs> I'll never forget Kane wanted to be title on and lost it i'm like y'all i'm like hell no because the last time vince did that gave it y'all sacrificing a story for a moment because remember the last time that happened christian won the world title then lost that shit to randy that same week uh, like uh, or he did one more recent than that like remember when randy beat drew at hell in the cell then like yeah, a week they- or two later he wanted back <laughs> Yeah, Drew won it back because Vince just forgot they were heading into Survivor Series and he wanted to do champion versus champion. And <laughs> he was like, oh, shit, we need to get the title back on Drew so he can face Roman at Survivor Series. I'm like, bro, what the hell? I'm like, what are y'all like? What are y'all cooking? Y'all were complaining about Vince's booking, but y'all booking just like him. People are trying to compare this to Daniel Bryan in 2014. It's definitely not. It's, it's not. It's not the same thing because, really, truly, like Daniel was 
the hottest guy in the company. And Batista was coming back in the midst of all of this. The difference between Odie and Batista is Batista was over. They were both. Because and the Batista last time, did not want that spot. Batista was like, yeah. why am I winning the Rumble? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And because the last time people saw Batista, he lost to Cena and then came out the next night and told and everybody quit. he was quitting. Yeah, so people didn't forget that. They thought they would, but they didn't. Vince saw, oh, they'll be happy to see you. Like, no. But, like, yeah, Cena got a polarizing reaction, but I'm pretty sure you can find people that like Cena more than Batista. You, you, you pretty much find that. But, uh, yeah, nobody wanted to see him enjoying Batista, man, because there's really not one Randy Orton and Batista match. But they don't, they don't have to. They don't work together well. Mm-hmm. Where he's Cody and Roman have both proven they can work good with anybody. And besides, like, I don't think <clears throat> I don't think the American audience will complain about Sammy not being involved in that match at all. Like, I won't. Because <clears throat> I don't want another situation of, like, Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan, where Daniel Bryan got thrown in there with no Dude, why are you here? Like, for real. Like, people were tripping. They were like, oh, they, and Mick Foley out here talking about, they gotta be really careful how they do the story with Sammy, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, if y'all were paying attention, there's already an out for this. People were complaining about the, and I love it. Each week, people are like, man, they ain't gonna, they ain't gonna cheer Cody. They ain't gonna cheer Cody. Every week, they cheer Cody. I'm like, what are y'all cooking? What are y'all on? People, the people want Cody to win. He sold out of merchandise Monday. Like, the like y'all bugging. Like, the people want Cody to win. I don't know what y'all on. And y'all had to, like, this is the end for Sammy Period. Like, he could always get another title match later down the line. Like, I don't know. Like, pe- people crazy. But that first Cody-Roman confrontation going to be lit. Because he said that shit on Monday. He said, don't bring Paul Heyman ass around here no more. <laughs> so I'm trying to talk to the tribal chief. Then you got the underlying story with Jay and Roman and shit. And then... Sammy and Kevin's drama on Monday. The drama. Yeah. The, the theater. I, I, like how, I like how Kevin brought that up. Like, I remember how my family had down watching at the Rumble get the hell beat out of me while you stood there. I'm like, cool. I was wondering if you were going to mention that. Because <laughs> I was like... Said, you watched me get my ass whooped. Well, that's a big part of the story. You just can't... You just can't like not mention that you have to you have to put that in there because i knew kevin was gonna come but he was probably sitting in the back thinking like this motherfucker stood right there right there that's not in the house don't get the shit beat out of me it didn't didn't do shit probably came home there's kids wondering why uncle sammy didn't help you he watched you get your ass whooped dad but yeah that that whole that whole segment was great um very interested to see where that story goes next. I mean, clear it seems like Usos versus Owens and Zayn at Mania for the tag titles, which is great. Yeah, my mom asked me they gonna happen. I was like, oh, they're going to choose his family because, you know, blood is thicker than water. Yeah, That's you're right. I don't know. I mean, in this instance, I mean, Roman Reigns is kind of trifling. If oh, I was Roman is definitely it. trifling. The gaslighting king Roman Reigns. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, that's 
I'm beating up on you, cousin, like Roman Reigns. Like, and you're going to take it. Like, eventually a worm will turn. Yeah. I what you're saying. But that's squabbles. This dude, Sammy, ain't family. And he charging up at us. He coming at you. So that means he coming at us. So regardless of how me and you going through it, we're going to stomp him out together. They're going to be, they got to be, uh, Jay got to be think, like, no, nah. if he's coming Sammy after you. Gonna have, uh, they're going to have to have a match at some point. Roman's going to be like, hey, Ooh, you don't have to handle that. I need it. Jay's going to be like, <laughs> Roman's like, no, nah, they're coming after you. That means they're coming after, they coming after me. That means they're coming after us. And Jay just be like, no, nah, they they just coming after you. Like, <laughs> yeah. I didn't do shit. Like, they coming after you. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking about how my family is. So you just stood there and let your cousin get his ass beat? You ain't help him? <laughs> I mean, you had to see what led up to him getting his ass whooped, and you will understand why I didn't help him. I don't know. If I saw a family member of mine getting beat up, even if he or she wrong, I gotta jump in there and help him. You ain't about to beat my cousin ass. <laughs> Man, I'm and then Rike Crazy. All right. What else do we, uh, let's see. Start to wrap this up. Um, even though we didn't get to, we'll get to some of these next week. Um, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. We will talk about the aerial Tony Khan beef. That was so stupid. And Nikki Bella. We'll talk about them next week. Uh, we got anything else before we get out of here? Nah, I gotta be at work at six thirty. I gotta be there at seven. So, I ain't got all right, we will. Well, we will talk to y'all, folks, next time.